This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. Uh, still talking a little bit of Brexit. Uh, Jonathan Dunn, who does a podcast for us here on the Blaze Radio Network, theblaze.com slash radio, uh, Freedom's Disciple. Uh, from what silly country are you from again? I think it's Ireland, is it? <laughs> Have you guys, aren't you guys getting ready to vote? Uh, you're you're going to break away from the United Kingdom now for sure, right? Well, we're not part of the United Kingdom, so well, uh, but you, totally but you're part of the you're part of the union. Absolutely, we're yeah. part of the wonderful, wonderful European Union. And you want out? I don't out think now. Irish people do. Really? I don't think Irish people do. They love the socialism too much. They love the big government. Wow! So because I, I was reading, like want to get out of Ireland. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, are they seriously? I read some articles uh, this morning where now, obviously, I know there's going to be articles on both sides of the fence. But I read some articles this morning that talked about uh, them wanting to uh, get the vote up and to get out. Oh, that's Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland will will eventually hold a referendum to leave Britain. And you know, I, I love. I, I try and understand people's logic. For the life of me, and I live over here, I cannot understand the Scottish and the Northern Ireland people. They want to have this big referendum because they want to be free from Britain. And if you believe the politicians, they want to be free from Britain. And their first act as a free nation is to go and join a bigger government than even Britain. It makes no sense to me. I'm flabbergasted by it. What do you do you think that they will vote for it this time? Absolutely. Uh, Scottish, Scottish, uh, Scottish, absolutely. And they know whether you dislike England or whether you just want to be part of Europe, they will leave. Um, it's just a matter of where, when they call us, um, how long, if Britain wants to put it off. And Northern Ireland, um, it depends on the demographics. If the, the Northern Ireland people um, who want a united Ireland have a very simple battle plan, and it's basically to outproduce the Protestants. Um, which the Catholics are doing a pretty good job of. Uh, and the minute they get to a point where they feel it's 50% plus one person, they'll call a referendum. Um, that's their sim- it's, it's a very simple battle plan, and they make it known to everyone. So, But also with this, you might have some people, because the interesting thing about the Brie exit, if not to get all boring and to, to break down the numbers, was the absolute collapse of the Labour vote. Um, so you might actually have some unionists who go, Actually, I don't want to. Be, I want to be part of Europe, so I will support a, an independent referendum. So that might they might need to um, just be all for United Ireland. It might be a case just to join Euro, and then they get their independence from Britain. So it's going to open a lot of. It's going to be interesting politics-wise for the next next year, two years, three years, five years down the road. Uh, yeah. What are the odds you think that uh, David Cameron uh, decides? You know what? I, you know, I said I was going to step down, but uh, you know what? No. I've talked to the people and they want me to stay. I think he's gone. Um, they, because if you, if they, when the last election happened last May, he said he was going to go after year three or year four. Anyway, that's what so I thought, right? Like, he was. That's what I thought. He was already saying he was going to go. Yeah, he said this is yeah. my last term in charge. Right. If, you me, if you give it to me, I'll set the country up, and then 
But when I, on my own time, when I feel the time is right, I'll step aside. Let a person have, you know, six, twelve months, eighteen months of being prime minister, and then let him bring the Tories into, you know, election battle. Right. It, there is a skeptical side. Um, I was very, I was on radio yesterday, and I was very complimentary of David Cameron because it was so humble. It was so nice to see yes, someone who I personally disagree with all day, every day. But you know, that, to hand it over. However, I've become skeptical overnight because I've watched the media over here in Europe for 24 hours now. And not one person is speaking about Britain leaving. They, they mention it, but it's all about who's going to lead the Tories. Should Jeremy Corbyn step aside or, you know, is he going to have a battle? Or, you know, who's going to be the next? Is it going to be Boris Johnson? Is it going to be Michael Gove? Right. And it's not about actually leaving. So there's a skeptical part of me because I've been around politics too long that's now kind of thinking... Was this an all play just to not get them to talk about Article 50, about the result, because they lost? Now just talk about politics and business as normal? I don't know. What, 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 is, what is it that Article 50 uh, does for you? Article 50 is basically the, the constitutional amendment that they invoke to leave Europe. And then you start the legal process of, um, if, if it's David Cameron, but if he stands through his word, it won't be him invoking it. It'll be the new prime minister, ever who that is, Got going it. to Europe and saying, let's negotiate. Um, it. But it's just, I don't know, maybe I'm skeptical. Maybe I'm too around, been around politics too much. Uh, it's, it, it's just kind of the media is not talking about the actual significance. And I think this is where the people have such a role to play um, of, this is a great win for freedom. But yeah. if you are a freedom-loving person, you know, freedom doesn't stop at a country's boundary. This is why I think America really, this should be a wake-up call to America to say, this is a win for freedom. If you're a freedom-loving person in America, you haven't had a lot of wins. Take it in, enjoy it. But then also understand that freedom doesn't, it, you know, a country winning freedom, it's great, but it's not the end game. The end game is to make sure that freedom goes to the people and to the individual. Because here's right. the sad thing. Yesterday, Britain was a socialist nation. Today, Britain is a socialist nation. Right. And for the future, <laughs> is a socialist nation. So this right. is where I mean, we have to go. go well, ahead, they sorry. said it's going to be, well, I mean, they said uh, originally they were talking about two years, and now they're having, they had their special meeting today uh, with the special, uh, the first top six of the European Union. I mean, they want, uh, they're say, claiming that they want the United Kingdom out ASAP. So uh, I mean, you're going to hear, hear a lot of reports. You are going to hear a lot of reports. It takes, I don't know the legal side of it, but it takes two years from the minute they right. uh, yeah. invoke Article 50. What I would say they're trying to say is they don't, because the, the, the leave side yesterday was talking about 2020 as the day they'll officially leave because of the two years. And that means for that to happen, they're going to wait 18 months for to invoke Article 50. What I think Britain is probably saying to them is, wow. no, we're not, you're not going to hold on. You're going to invoke it as soon as possible. I think, the, I think it will be a mistake because you've got momentum on your side now to leave. Wait, get David Cameron out, get someone in there who clearly, you know, it's not some, you don't want someone who wanted to stay negotiating your leaving. It just doesn't work that way. Right. Um, so get that person in, get them do it, and invoke Article 50 as soon as possible. Make that your agenda and get the best deal that you possibly can. Boy, no but it, it isn't going to be as bad. Sorry? No, I'm just, I'm agreeing, no kidding, that it needs to happen. Uh, I wasn't thinking yeah. about, uh, I, I thought, I didn't realize that we had to go through another step to, you know, get the process going after the vote, which is, 
uh, kind of agonizing. I mean, it should have already started. And we voted to leave. Let's already start this. Uh, to invoke Absolutely. this. To, now we have to wait for the uh, invoking uh, ceremony. No. Come on now. Come on. Let's go. Yeah. But it's also going to, it will take, this This won't happen overnight because, you know, even just look at Ireland as a country. Ireland is divided. You've got the 26 southern com- counties where I'm from, and you've got Northern Ireland, which is part of the union. Even just the little parts of, you're going to have to now put a border around the counties where a person like me who's Irish can't go into Northern Ireland. You know, there's going to have to be a check and, and you know, security checks. So you've got the logistics, you know, you've got to hire people, you've got to, what boundary do you want? Do you want to that checkpoints on main roads? You know, you got all that logistics, so there's going to be a lot of that. Um, and then especially, you know, if uh, over the next year or two years, I don't know how patient Nicola Sturgeon, the Scottish MP, the head of Scotland, is going to be from her comments and publicly, she's not going to be confident. She's going to want one for independence in the next, you know, couple of months. Right. If they vote to leave, then you're going to have a whole other set of borders. So there is a lot of logistics that need to take place, and they're going to have to be done right, um, especially when you consider that one of the biggest parts of the Brexit was they don't want the free movement of people. So the border part alone is going to have to be really key. And how do you do with the channel tunnel? You know, you're going to ha- there's going to be a lot of questions to to be asked, but they're not that big well, a question because the, the, the same standard is going to apply for someone like you, you know, an American coming over. It's just going to be, well, if you're Irish or European, you're going to have to go through a similar process as Americans do or an, an Asian or an Australian. So it's not going to be as big a deal, but you just want to make sure it's done right. Well, I was under the impression that part of, I mean, the big deal wasn't, and obviously this now stops it, but I didn't, I I wasn't sure that uh, they were talking a few, well, I guess they still have to have the checkpoints. I'm working it out in my head now what what you're saying, and it makes, you know, all the sense in the world that they're going to have to do that, because one of the things that they were talking about and made a big deal about is that uh, the problem was is that when, uh, you know, one of the big countries, say Germany, uh, invites all these uh, 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 immigrants in, and then once they rubber stamp them, they can travel anywhere in the in the in the union, and so yes. you know you have so the United Kingdom has to accept the immigrants once they go through, you know once they're in and rubber stamped, which was the big problem, which was why mm-hmm. you know Christine Amanpour thinks we're a, you know a xenophobic world and we hate everyone and we don't want anyone around. Um, yeah, well, I think you have a responsibility to your people. Like, just the logistics. Like, let's forget the race side. Let's just use someone like me. I'm Irish. You know, if I decide tomorrow, hey, I just don't like Ireland. I want to go live in France. You know, and if, right. you know, do I then have an automatically right over a French person to have a job? Now, if the French, if I want to apply, or do, should I apply and say, hey, France, I really like you. I don't like Ireland. I want to go live there now and work there for a year, two years, five years, sure. ten years, or set up my life there. Does France have a right to say, actually, no, John, we don't like you? Whether that's sure they do. The politics? Yeah. And that's sure the they thing. Do. Europe says no. You have to go anywhere. So right, I right, can right, right. I can wake up in the morning, and go to France, Germany, Poland, England. I mean, Spain. you and I agree that the, each country has a, has that right. I mean, that's the point of having your country. Uh, you know, we can say, "Hey, I want to go there. I want to be there. I want to be a part of your country." Hey, you know what? No, uh, not now. Absolutely, it's it's. If you go from a legal point of view, it's one of the oldest laws known to man: right. state sovereignty. You know, the right to be secure in your borders and to, you know, to control the influx of immigrants. And that is a right that your country has. And it's not a bad thing. You know, you, if you want to accept, 
you know, if you if your country has a deficit of lawyers, of you know, workers, you know, the John McCain, you know, the people who pick lettuce, um, you, you can bring those yeah, people yeah. in, and it's your right to say, hey, we only need you to pick lettuce for six months. You can come for that six months and then go home and then come back in another six months, or we need you forever. You know, we need you because you're an astronaut or you're a famous doctor or whatever it is. But it's your country, a country's right to say yes, no, maybe, and it, hey. I'm not, I should be arguing for open borders. I've waited 12 years, longer than 12 years, to get into your country. I fully respect the right of the American people to say, hey, What John, the heck is the deal like with you. that, by the way? Let's, let's stop for just a second and talk about that. Or I'd like to stop down for just a minute and talk about that. What the hell is the problem? Uh, simply getting a full-time paying job and someone to say, hey, I like you. I'm going to give you a visa. Come on now. Can't you just come into the country and forget to leave? Everybody else does. Uh, no, because I, one, number one, would be a hypocrite. And two, because I actually love your country. No, I didn't um, say that. You, I didn't say do it on purpose. I just said forget to leave. It's not, you wouldn't be a hypocrite. Oh, you just forget. And, oh, my, my bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get, I get this, and then the other one I get, which is always is always hilarious, is why don't you just marry some girl? And I'm kind of going, it's not that easy. Because <laughs> you can get to. Oh my gosh! Time. Yes, it is. I can take care of that. I wish I knew that was part <laughs> of the problem. Yes, it is. Oh my gosh, Jonathan, you and I are going to talk a little bit later up, right? on. We're going to talk. We're going to talk off the air, but I got you take covered. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, thank yeah. you very much, man. I appreciate it. Jonathan Dunn, uh, you can listen to his podcast, of course, uh, at theblaze.com slash radio. Uh, Freedom Disciple. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com.